Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. My name's Jonathan Strickland. I'm a staff writer here at HowStuffWorks, and with me is Chris Paulette, editor extraordinaire. How's it going? And we're going to talk a little bit about Bluetooth security. Uh, Bluetooth is a very popular technology. It's getting more and more popular every day, it seems. Uh, and it's one of several wireless technologies. Uh, it's if you think of wireless technologies on on a on a scale basis, Bluetooth is the really close in scale. We're talking like ten to hundred meters. Uh, then you have Wi-Fi, which extends uh, can extend a little further than that. And then you would have WiMAX, which could broadcast much further. So Bluetooth is a uh, sort of your personal little small bubble of wireless allows you to connect different devices uh, wirelessly together. Yeah. For example, um, to send ringtones to my cell phone, I might turn on my uh, Bluetooth on my laptop and turn it on on my cell phone and then send the files over there. You can exchange photos or uh, send, you know, MP3s for your ringtones. Uh, it's also what you see when you see those little earpieces that people wear in public. Uh, they're wireless earpieces. It's the piece that connects to your phone. Uh, and the Wii remote actually uses it to uh, communicate with the uh, the Wii game system. So it's it's something you've probably seen, although you may not know exactly what it was at the time. Right. So uh, if you were wondering what it what what those things were that were making people look like cyborgs. Uh, that would be the, the Bluetooth headsets. Um, it also accounts for a lot of people apparently muttering to themselves in public when they're actually talking on the phone. Right, yes. It, it has certainly made me think that there were a lot more crazy people on the streets than I originally thought. And I live in a pretty crazy part of town. But uh turns out that a lot of them were just having conversations with their buddy you know, who was a couple of miles away, uh, legitimately, not in an imaginary way. So that's, a, that's sort of a relief. Yeah, unfortunately, with Bluetooth, there are some security issues, just like there are with other uh, wireless kinds of technology. Mm-hmm. They're just not – there are holes in there that, that can be exploited readily by hackers. Right. Uh, the, it kind of acts like a um, – sort of a walkie-talkie in a way. You're, you're, you're sending signals by radio waves and, uh, and if, you, if you don't have your settings just right, you're essentially sending them into the general area. I mean, anyone could – could intercept them or or start slipping little messages to you with you being unaware of where they're coming from, who they're from, you know. Uh, that's what uh that's one of the, that brings us to the first topic of Bluetooth security, bluejacking. Now this is this is uh sort of more annoying than dangerous most of the time. Yeah, actually uh, as I was editing this article, I was thinking about doing that myself. Basically what you do is if you have a cell phone that's Bluetooth enabled, you can add a message in your address book like you would add a friend. But instead of uh, adding your friend's name, like if I were adding Jonathan to my address book, instead I would uh, add a message called, you know, how's it going? And then what you do is you turn on your Bluetooth and you look. It tells you who is around you or the devices that are Bluetooth enabled around you. And if you could find a phone in there, a lot of them look like a string of letters or numbers. But if you could find, say, uh Sony Ericsson T610 listed in there. You could send how's it going as a contact to that 
to that phone. And when somebody, when you look around and you see someone's phone ring and they get this puzzled look, this person gets a puzzled look on their face, you know that you've actually bluejacked that person with this secret message. Right. And, and of course, you could go a little bit, you could have a little more fun with it. Uh, uh, many of the bluejacking sites talk about things like going to a mall. And just kind of looking around to see who has a phone or an earpiece and, uh, and making some educated guesses about what device that person might be carrying because you don't necessarily know that the, the devices you see listed, uh, when, when your Bluetooth device detects them, you don't necessarily know which ones belong to which people. It takes a little bit of guesswork. But let's say you see, uh, someone wearing, um, a Ramones t-shirt. And you might want to write a little message saying, I hate punk rock, and you send it to that person's device, and they suddenly get a message that has no identification on it saying, I hate punk rock. They know someone's looking at them. They don't know who. Kind of freaks them out a little bit. Yeah, that um, that's the security issue. Obviously, uh, this isn't that serious. You're just getting secret messages, and you don't really know who your uh, admirer or detractor is. Um, but if you want to uh, avoid being the person wearing the Ramones shirt and, and being identifiable. Wait, wait. I just want to make one thing clear. Yeah, Do yeah. not be the person who avoids wearing the Ramones shirt. Okay? <laughs> the Ramones are awesome. <laughs> Wear Ramones shirts. They're great. Well, there you go. Okay. But if you don't want to be identified, what you need to do is uh, if you have a Bluetooth-enabled phone, uh, just make sure that you don't uh, – you know, if you, if you use the Bluetooth feature, make sure that you don't identify yourself in this – you know, don't say – this is Chris's phone in there because then they're going to know that that's somebody's phone and that, you know, it's available and ready to have a message sent to it. Right. Let's uh, let's move on to some of the more potentially sinister Bluetooth security problems, uh, one of which would be intercepting messages. But another is uh, tracking people. And this is actually going on in a couple of different places. Um, I, I was reading a news story about Bath in England it was in the newspaper, The Guardian, where the city was using this uh, this program to kind of track people's uh, movements, not in a way that could identify the individuals within the, the program, but just to kind of see where people were going, what places were most popular. But it raises some some privacy concerns. And uh, I remember in the article on our site, we specifically talk about uh, shopping malls using this to kind of look and see which places in the mall are the most popular, right? Right. Well, they uh, basically do the same thing. You have an identifiable number or name in your phone and you carry it with you, then the Bluetooth devices would basically have non-identifiable information. It's it's actually very much like a cookie on a website because they would say, okay, well, uh, JQ410 is going from uh, – the uh, Apple store down to the food court and they would be able to know how much time that that number, you know, spent in that particular store and then went down to the food court and they spent another hour down there. And then they went down to, uh, to the department store on the other end and spent another hour in there. They would know that much about you, but they wouldn't know your name and, and address or phone number or any of that information because it's not the same, but it is a, a little weird to think that people could be watching you as you go from place to place. Right. There, and there's some people who still, still assert that it's at least possible that eventually you could be identified by this information. It, it would not be easy. And, and there's not really much incentive for anyone to actually go through that trouble to do it. But 
the fact that there may be some potential for that has a lot of people worried. I mean, you're talking about a, a privacy thing. Uh, I'm sure our our coworker Josh Clark would be upset if uh, the shopping mall had identified that he had gone in and out of Victoria's Secret 14 times. <laughs> That's probably true. And, and completely believable. Yeah, well, I'm not getting into that. Um, <laughs> normal, I get into why so many people in England use the phone in their bath. No, uh, yeah, all right. Very, okay. Very cute. Thank you. Yes, uh, <laughs> but seriously, it's not like this identif- uh, This information is really personally identifying right. you. And they would have to go to a lot of trouble because, as you pointed out earlier, um, Bluetooth is a very short-range mode of communication. So they would have to have – whoever's tracking you would have to have sensors, a lot of sensors. Like every 20 meters. Exactly, in order so. to, to effectively track you. So, so we're talking about a system that is not effective as far as uh, uh, tracking individuals and, and, you know, for anything, like an intelligence agency that's concerned with terrorism, for example. Um, you would have to blanket entire city areas with tons and tons and tons of sensors. And uh, – and it's just not practical. It it would it's too expensive. The infrastructure would be uh, <laughs> pretty complex. So on a scale of one to ten, Bluetooth security is probably on the you know three to four range, uh, just for your own personal information. Now it is possible for people to use Bluetooth to to hijack your phone. It is possible for people to get access to your information. Um, again, it's not an easy thing to do, but it's it's possible. So you definitely want to be careful about when you're using those Bluetooth uh, uh, capabilities with your devices. Um, if you're going to be in an area that uh, that has a lot of hackers in it, for example, let's say you're going to a hacker convention, might not be the best time to enable all your Bluetooth devices. That's true. Um, honestly, the easiest way to avoid any of this is to uh, turn your phone or other Bluetooth-enabled device to, uh, you know, it'll say whether you're discoverable or not, that right. sort of Bluetooth uh, jargon. And if you just turn it off, you make it non-discoverable, then it's uh, it's impossible. Your The power is down um, and no one will be able to do that. And it saves battery life, you know, because if it's got that radio signal going the whole time, you know, it's, yeah, it's it uh, draining your, your battery. So there, mm-hmm. there's another advantage to it right there. Well, that's pretty much the inside skinny, I'd guess, on the whole Bluetooth security issue, wouldn't you say? I'd say so. Um, if you'd like to read more about it, we've got a couple articles for you. We have uh, What is Bluejacking, which is the uh, article about bluejacking and uh, sending secret messages to people. And then How Bluetooth Surveillance Works, if you're more interested about uh, the uh, covert clandestine world of Bluetooth <laughs> security. And um, those are available right now on How Stuff Works. Thanks for listening. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?